You're listening to Seattle Real Estate Podcast. So here on the Seattle Real Estate Podcast, we do a lot of stories where we're talking about defunding, refunding the police, and then in actively investing in community services, community groups, alternatives to just putting a bunch of cops on the street. Well, Portland has had some, they have had some, mm, they've had some gun violence. They have had some shootings happening. And so one of the latest solutions from City Commissioner Joanne Hardesty is that there are some getaway cars from some of these shootings that are speeding through the neighborhoods. So in order to reduce the shootings, we're going to put some of those traffic barrels in the middle of the streets. Yep, that's what we're doing. Mm, okay. Yeah. Yep. That, you, no, that's what we're doing. I agree. Now, when you look at things just on the surface of things, this appears to be somewhat of a I, I would probably go with end around approach that because once this has happened, the people in the cars there, they've already done their shooting. They're already driving fast. Whether there's a traffic barrel in front of them, they don't care. They are getting away. Don't care. So this is literally one of those things where it's like, okay, yeah, I don't want anybody to get hurt in these neighborhoods either after the getaway car is speeding out. But does this do anything to quell the shootings? Absolutely not. Because it's the shootings have already happened at this point, right? I mean, if that, that's what you're trying to, pre trying to prevent. All right, we're going to get into it um, <laughs> before we do. If you're new here, thanks for joining. My name is Sean Reynolds. I own a couple of real estate companies and I read the news. Oftentimes, it's about things, public safety and communities, because that impacts real estate a ton. All right. So Portland, you guys are getting, you've got, I think, a handful of some, uh, some traffic barrels. Some of those, you know, think about like those big, they're not cones, but they're like big things out in the middle of the intersection. You're like, oh, I don't really want to hit that. I know it's made out of rubber and it's got a little reflective light on the top. And I don't want to hit that because you know, it'll scuff my car. And it says local access only or go slow only, something like, along those lines. And you know to slow down because it's in the middle of the road. They're doing road construction or something. But now we're just going to have a bunch of these plunk down in neighborhoods identified as high visibility shooting areas. We're not going to actually you know, work on the shootings. We're going to work on what happens after the shootings and how to prevent a car from running somebody else over. I don't know. Let's get into it. Let's let's see if there's any logic here. So Portland officials are rolling out a novel strategy to curb gun violence. Traffic barrels. Okay, when I saw this, I was like, are you kidding me? I mean, I, I get where they're coming from. They don't, you know, trying to add something to the arsenal here, something, anything. But I got to say, honestly, I don't think this is it. That's that's my official opinion here. City Commissioner Joanne Hardesty has ordered the Portland Bureau of Transportation to install the traffic calming devices, not the gun shooting calming devices, the traffic calming devices across a six block area in the Mount Scott dash Arietta neighborhood that has been plagued by shootings some of which have been linked to high-speed drivers, some, not all. So because of some of these shooters, 
they've gotten in said cars and driven away rapidly. So now we're going to address the gun violence issue by putting up some of these devices to slow cars down. Whew, the disconnect there. There's a disconnect. Solid disconnect. I whew, that that's a trick. That's a that's a tough sell to even me. Trying to be reasonable here. That's a tough sell. This 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 doesn't make a lot of sense. Got got to be honest. In a statement, Hardesty admitted there is no simple solution, including this one. There is no simple solution to the shooting spike recorded here and nationwide. No, but if you try and maybe deter crime just a smidge, throw some people in jail for a long time, maybe get some more police officers out there. I don't know. I'm just spitballing here, right? Just throwing out some ideas. Did did you defund the police in Portland? I can't. Yes, you did. And now you don't have enough police officers on the street. And the gun violence we know isn't solely because of defunding the police and fewer numbers, but it certainly didn't help. Now you're in a situation where you're like, oh, man, we really got to do something here. All right, let's load up some traffic barrels. Let's put those in the streets that we know where all the shootings are happening. And let's just see how this does. Let's just see what's going on. I mean, this is this to me is just it, it's one of those political things where all right, yeah, let's let's do that. Let's do something, anything, because nothing is working. And then they they can point to, oh, you know, I mean, we got the we did do the traffic barrels. Don't don't say we didn't do anything. We got the traffic barrels out there. You got, I mean, if if you've just shot at somebody, maybe you know, maybe you just winged them, and you just got to get out of there. You got to drive your car away quickly, otherwise, you know, you might be you might be arrested because what you did was just illegal. So you you need to get out of there rapidly. And then you see a traffic barrel come up. Oh, geez, we, I forgot. We're in a traffic barrel neighborhood. I, we got to slow down. Guys, put your seatbelts on. We, we got to slow down. We got we to slow down. We, 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 can't, we can't drive out of here rapidly. Uh, I mean, this is somebody who just committed a crime. Do you think a speed barrel is going to slow him down? I could see somebody, and it's probably a stolen car at that, right? They don't care about the car. They don't care about the speed limit. They certainly don't care about a traffic barrel out in the middle of the street. That's just another target. All right, let's clip the traffic barrel. Boom, 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 boom. Can't you see that happening? I can. Gun violence is going up even as other types of crime are decreasing because we are basically decriminalizing most crimes. That's how you handle statistics. Make it no longer a crime. Hey, crime is dropping. That's great. Hardesty said that officials must bring all hands on deck, creative mindset, to combat the problem. Uh, yeah, or just address the problem head on. I don't know. There's that approach. Okay, who's doing the shooting? Alrighty then. Do we need some more police officers in those neighborhoods? I don't know. I that's a thought. You know that could happen. Although this is Hardesty who said that even though if you have, no, I think that was, uh, I, I'm sorry, I'm mixing up um, city commissioners with uh, mayors. And I think Mayor Lightfoot, was it Mayor Lightfoot or Hardesty who said, even if you had 10 cops in that street corner, the shooting would still happen. 
you know, that those kind of statements are how you get to putting traffic barrels in a community rife with gun violence and point to that as an alternative to solutions. I'm directing Pacific or uh, Portland Bureau of Traffic, the PBOT. SDOT is what we have here in Seattle, Seattle Department of Transportation. Portland Bureau of Traffic Transportation to be more active and engaged in holistic solutions to community safety, including traffic barrels, uh, that can supplement police and other bureaus' roles in this effort, the Transportation Commissioner said on October 1st. City Hall has since last year been planting hundreds of local access-only barriers as part of the Safe Streets strategy. Doesn't that just identify a neighborhood as Shooterville? I mean, it, it does to me. Oh, yeah. Why do they have those traffic barrels up? This is just a typical residential street. Well, because the shooters several blocks down, they will, they, will, they will do their shooting, and then they zoom the F out of this neighborhood in their cars, just hell-bent on getting out of there because they just committed a crime that they know that they could get arrested for and do some jail time for. So we put up these traffic barrels to, to, to slow them down, and we... We, we hope that that deters crime. Mm. We, we, we also hope that it deters shooting because those statistics, I mean, we can't really hide those. Those are going up. This is not good. All right. So we've got barriers as part of the safe street strategy designed to reserve more roadway space. Uh, this, is, this is a separate thing. They're, they're planting hundreds of local access only barriers to reserve more roadway space for cyclists and pedestrians during the virus lockdown and ongoing social distancing restrictions, giving people more space to, to work in. I get that. But we're talking about people shooting each other and you're putting, you're installing some temporary barrels to make traffic go slower. Th that is a stretch. That's a hard, hard stretch, in my opinion. I mean, I, I see where it's coming from, but I would not want to be at the community meeting where you throw out this idea and, hey, you know what? Traffic barrels. That's our answer. No. And, and, th and they're saying, being reasonable, they're saying this is just one thing they are they're they're trying out. I just think it's I think it's pretty ridiculous to be honest. I really do. Because it's ridiculous, right? Okay, so Hardesty approved spending a quarter million dollars to replace the plastic signage with concrete planters in August. So we're talking about precedent here. Yeah, you got to get some more roadway space for the cyclists and pedestrians. How about addressing the shooters? How about addressing people shooting one another in Portland? How about we do that? Just, let's just look at that head on. Let's deal with that head on. Get the traffic barrels out of there. Let's look and see what that looks like. Let's figure out a direct approach on that because you need to get that squared away before you start looking at traffic barrels. I understand that there are neighborhoods all over Portland that would like to see this kind of close collaboration, she said. Uh, do they? Do you, do you really want traffic barrels in your neighborhood identifying you as a high-risk neighborhood? I don't know. I mean, maybe you do. Maybe you've got kids in there and you're just like, all right, I know a lot of shootings are going to happen in my neighborhood. At least let's make them drive out of here slower. I mean, that it feels like, feels like we're completely giving up at this point in time. 
That's what it feels like to me, providing this kind of solution. At this moment, neither the Portland Bureau of Transportation nor my office have the resources or capacity to pull that off. Talking about having these installed throughout the throughout Portland, because there are many communities and neighborhoods within Portland that have a shooting problem. It happens all over, right? I mean, it's not just one. And that's what we're saying here. At the moment, we don't have enough resources to do that. But if this pilot is successful, it will inform a budget proposal to allow more of this action moving forward. How would you judge that traffic barrels in the street slowing down traffic? How would you, you know, identify a drop in shootings based on traffic patterns? I don't know. That's that's beyond me. Local community activist and child advocate Nadine Salama praised Hardesty's fast action, saying she had reached out to the commissioner in August due to the uptick in violence in her neighborhood and met with some of Hardesty's staff the next day. It's been a nightmare situation for many of us afflicted. We have been informed repeatedly that the Portland Police Bureau, due to staffing issues, cannot help with the matter, said Salama. We understand that this will not solve everything. It is one step of many that we, together with the commissioner's office, are working on to achieve change. Okay, that is, that's the company line here, folks. That is what they are saying. This is the type of action that is going on in a community that's being ripped apart with shootings. We're putting traffic barrels out in the streets. Hmm. Yeah, I, I find it shocking that uh, this is this is legit a solution for gun violence. Whew. Yeah, I mean, I can sell stuff, I can sell stuff. But selling this as a focal point within a community. That would be that would be tricky. I, I don't even know how, how would you do? I mean, the spin that you would have to put on this to have this logically make sense to me. I mean, again, I am no traffic expert, but if you slow traffic down, does that have any correlation to shootings going on in your neighborhood? No, I don't think it does. It just annoys the shooters in the way out. All right, we're going to take out yet another traffic barrel. All right, plow on through. Nothing happened last time. Plus the car stolen. Don't give a rip. Let's go. Do you guys pick up those shell cases in the back seat? Just throw them out the window. Nobody will find them. It's okay. It's all right. Just toss them out. Just get them out of there. You know, that kind of stuff going on. It's not like you've got really conscientious getaway drivers, right? That shootings happened, getting the getting out of Dodge, driving like a bat out of you know where. Just you're just you're pedal to the metal in your stolen car. Because you don't want to use your own car for getaway. That's not a good look. People have cameras. People have cell phones. They get some footage of you. Soon enough, you'll be on the internet and you'll, you know, not be a star in the way that you want. But if you have seen this man, please contact local authorities as he was the driver of said gray Honda Civic, leaving the scene of a multiple shooting on Thursday, October the 1st, making all that up. But literally, you, you don't want to be there. So you drive a stolen car. All right, that's what you do. I'm making all of this up. 
But this is so often what you see in these news stories. So you're driving your stolen car down the road really rapidly, and then you come across a traffic barrel. Does that have any impact on what you did two minutes ago, five minutes ago, 10 minutes ago, whatever it is? Mm, how many ways out of this neighborhood are there? Most of the configuration of Portland, there's a lot of different streets. It's not just one in, one out. There's a lot of different streets, a lot of different exit. So how many, uh, how many traffic barrels are we going to lay down? Right now we've got what? I think six here. Are, are we talking? Did it say? Just said a novel. Um, no, it really doesn't. Oh, uh, eight. We're doing eight. More than half a dozen, not a full dozen. We're doing eight. All right. And the crews will add another 18 barrels next week. And then, uh, and then they're going to evaluate the program and, and then consider taking further action. I mean, what action? What are we talking about doing here? This makes no sense at all to me. Granted, I, I'm a, you know, full disclosure here, and I did at the beginning of the podcast, I'm a real estate guy, but putting traffic barrels to, as a tool to curb gun violence. Mm, that's a that is a tough sell. So I I was getting to the point where I was going to try and sell that. Uh, and I understand you got a mom here who's obviously, you, you know, towards the end of the article here, you got a mom here that's pretty upset that the gun violence is the shootings are happening that the way are the way they are within her neighborhood. And I get that. And I understand you want to have something to point to to be able to say we're doing something. But I gotta, I gotta say, spending money on this, just slowing traffic down, because randomly, how often do those shootings happen? I mean, pretty often, but consistently in the same neighborhoods with the same exit routes. I mean, if you know that, then you know where that crime is happening, right? And you can basically isolate that neighborhood. I don't know. Put, put, put maybe some more eyeballs on said neighborhood. Can you do? Oh, yeah, you defunded the police and. They've quit in record numbers, and now you're doing a vaccine mandate, and you're going to have a bunch more quit. It's one of the big stories right here in, in Seattle is how many police officers are uh, so far have said, yeah, I'm not going to share my information with you of whether I've had the jab or not. And there's some real concern. There's some real concern about the numbers of police officers that, yeah, they, they, might, they might not be back. I kind of think... That at the very last moment, uh, whenever that is, I mean, you, you just hear all these dates and timelines and and then, uh, you know, President Biden says, well, we, we never really set up a drop dead date. You know, this is all subject to change. And I'm like, wait a minute. No, I, I, I think the federal mandate on employees over 100 was kind of like October the 28th or something around there ish. And now we're saying, well, you know, it's going to take OSHA a long time to get this paperwork together and identify it for you. And then, you know, everybody's going to have to sue us and we're going to have to go through that process. So we're hoping that the vaccine mandate for people and companies with 100 employees or more that we're having OSHA work up the uh, the guidelines on that. We're hoping to have that released by uh, the end of the year. But no, see, uh, Portland police and um, Seattle police, it's like they've been in short numbers to begin with. And so now you've got this crazy stuff going on. You need some more police in there. That's 
kind of where I'm at. Refunding the police. That is a basic issue that we know that when there aren't enough police to respond to 911 calls, public safety in a community suffers. I mean, that's, that's, that's basic, like living 101. And yet, we're not going to go that direction. We're going to go, yeah, uh, whew, yeah, traffic barrels. Mm. I don't think I can do any more on this podcast. <laughs> I, mean, I think, I think this is, uh, I mean, it, it is, it's something else. Let's put it that way. If you can't say anything nice, don't say anything at all. Uh, yeah, there, there, there is, there's a place and a time for that. But I've just basically run out of stuff to say on this, on how how ludicrous this is as a measure. I would rather have, if I was in Portland, I would I would rather have money spent on, I, I don't know, d damn near anything. I mean, uh, there's 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 got to be other stuff you can pump money into. And then the evaluation process. How are you going to evaluate that? Did your shootings go down? I mean, if they go down, it's not because of these traffic barrels, clearly. I mean, that's just not how life works, right? You don't have one cause and effect that are so detached. Um, and if you are literally just trying to slow down the getaway car so it doesn't hit some kids playing in the neighborhood, I mean, then you've got bigger issues than a car going by quickly, right? I mean, we need to address those. So that's all I'm saying here. And so from that standpoint, I'm going to give this a probably a hard two thumbs down as an idea to quell gun violence. I'm going to say in my professional opinion as a real estate guy, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm not on board with this one. And I'm going to say, well, people driving slower through neighborhoods, that's, that's a good thing. I'm not, I'm not opposed to that. I'm really not opposed to that. I drive through my neighborhood sometimes pretty quickly and people give you that look of like, oh my word, you are driving three miles over the speed limit. <sighs> we need, do, you, do you need a talking to? And you kind of do that thing where you look down and go, okay, I'll drive a little bit slower. And I get that, but I haven't shot anybody. I didn't shoot anybody and I'm not zooming out of the neighborhood. That being said, uh, I don't, I, I, yeah, this is a, this is a hard no go for me. I'm, I'm, yep. No go. The more I think about it, more it is no go. What do you guys think? Will traffic barrels, will they solve the gun violence issue? Will they help to solve the gun violence issue going on in Portland? Cause it's, it's not good. I mean, if you look at the statistics, it is, it is not good. Those are real people being shot at being killed. Traffic barrels, inanimate objects, middle of the road. I guess the uh, the jury is out on this one, right? Because we're going to have to wait to see what our data and science says as far as slowing down the number of shootings going on in Portland with slowing down of traffic. I don't know. I will report back to you on this one, though. I mean, this 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 is an important topic. We got to get to the bottom of this one. Crazy crazy talk. All right. Thanks for being here. Thanks for being part of the Seattle Real Estate Podcast. I will catch up with you soon. Until then, drive slow in your neighborhood. Drive like your kids live there. Oh, they, they do. Oh, that's so good. Yeah. Don't be a jerk. Don't drive quickly. You know, we don't need that. You're still going to get there at about the same time. But if you have committed a crime, all bets are off. We'll talk soon. Bye. 
forget to subscribe to our channel and hit the notification bell so you'll know when our next video is out.